Vegan Fam and Cowtown listeners. So glad to have you back for this Halloween episode. I hope it's not too early to start thinking about Halloween. I mean, we did just do the back to school episode, so it's probably a good time. And I need to ask you for something to make our fall episodes even better. What I need from you is to send your voice, yours, on an MP3. And I have it online in links if you need to figure out how to record yourself and send it to veganfam in Cowtown at gmail.com. I want to hear what issues you have as a vegan at Thanksgiving, a vegan at your winter holidays. You know, what is the, what are your family issues or concerns or questions related to being vegan? What kind of hassles do you get from the fam, like your uncle or something, or maybe your mom or the in-laws, right? I think we've all been through this at some level, and I want us to share the wealth of information. So please send me your voice, or frankly, your kid's voice, because if you send me a kid's voice, we will put a kid on here answering your kid. Okay, so lots of experience over here, 20 years of being vegan and navigating my family and my husband's family, and I want to share what I've learned and hope that it benefits you coming up for the holidays. So here we are. We're passed back to school, although check out that episode. There's a lot of good tips in it, even though school started in most places. Definitely stay tuned for those really special holiday episodes with your voices. Send them now. I'm going to start that episode. It's going to be awesome. Thank you so much for all of you who are sending comments and episode ideas. I am taking them to heart and I'm planning them and specifically plotting how to do all of your wonderful suggestions. So keep checking out Instagram, Facebook, and even Twitter. It's not as active, but it's there and I check it. So stay on the social media with me and keep those emails coming. It wouldn't be Vegan Fam in Cowtown without your input. So thank you so much. Okay, so why am I talking about Halloween so early? Why is that necessary? It's because I'm already starting to plan our community's annual vegan trunk or treat. And yes, I said trunk or treat because here we all have cars. Um, You know, bigger cities. I'm sure that wouldn't be terribly appropriate, but I will tell you how to do trunk or treat converted into tabling uh, scenario. So first of all, why do we do this? Why do we have a vegan trunk or treat right around the time of actual trick or treat night? Well, it's so that the kids can have a place to go and in a, a whole event and where all the candy's vegan, all of it. And everything in the activities and everything provided is vegan so that the kids can just kind of relax, take everything home and eat everything. So my kids love it. I keep doing it because my kids love it. I didn't do it until my kids were old enough to really need something because I'm lazy and only motivated when I have to do something. But in case you want to do something like this, let me tell you how to do it. So first of all, we decide as a community, we want a vegan trunk or treat because there are other vegan kids around. You have to have other vegan kids around. Um, You probably need the size of a city that's, you know, I don't know people within a half an hour drive that you could get like 20 kids. Or if you have a community of other kids who would just want to come, even if they're not vegan, because candy is awesome and it's just a bunch of sugar anyway. So find an audience or a niche where it's not necessarily vegan kids, but kids who would be enthusiastic about it for your kid. Best thing you can do, absolute best, best, best thing you can do is partner with a community organization or an event that's already taking place in October. We are amazingly lucky here in Columbus, Ohio, to have the It's All Natural store 
And they're more than a store, they're a community hub for the vegans. They have a space that's wonderful. They have hearts that are wonderful. So that is just helpful every single year. But the best thing they do for our community is to have these quarterly pop-up markets. So they're having a fall pop-up market that they planned very close to Halloween. So it'll be on October 27th. Those of you who are local or somewhat local, come to that uh, pop-up. It's fantastic and it involves a vegan trunk or treat. So the first year we did it, it was a standalone vegan trunk or treat at a vegan restaurant. One of our vegan restaurants loaned their parking lot and we decorated our trunks and backed them up and made a circle of them for kids to go trunk to trunk to trunk. And that was super cool and we loved it. But once we got in with the vegan pop-up market, it was just like there was already a whole other event happening because there's only so much time you can spend going trunk to trunk to trunk. We've learned that a few years. So we've, tr we've tried to expand the idea and this this time there's a whole pop-up market like with food trucks and a downstairs and people are bringing games and outdoor games, indoor games. Anyway, it's fantastic, but you don't have to be that elaborate. So let me back up and let's go over the basics. Vegan trunk or treat. Check out social media for the pictures so that you can see it. It's really cool to open up your trunk or the back of your minivan in our case and turn it into some sort of fantasy land for kids with candy in your trunk. So you are one stop on their trunk or treat. What are you going to look like? We make our minivan into a shark. So we put teeth on it and a, a, a fin and then we like put things inside like Swedish fish and we put like octonaut toys from a cartoon, you know, just to like make it look like the shark ate some of the favorite characters. A little morbid, but I mean, it's, it's fun. We didn't make it like super serious. And then we dress up including my husband and me in costumes. And the kids are obviously in costumes too. So we have candy in our car and we're all dressed up and we have a trunk. Now we haven't gotten good enough to coordinate our costumes with our trunk. We need to figure that out. Some people do and it's awesome. So I went ahead and found the venue, which has always been a vegan establishment that already exists. You could also use church parking lots school parking lots, um, and community spaces. Just make sure to check if it's okay to use it or there won't be, or if there won't be anybody else around. It's really important to pick a space where kids can walk where nobody will be driving. So number one, pick your venue. Number two, pick your people. Who is going to be coming with a decorated trunk? Who can you recruit? So in our community, some of the people who are doing this are not parents at all and don't have kids with them at all. And honestly, they make the best stuff. I think they've got like some extra time in brain space that's just like chewed up and spit out by, you know, people who are taking care of kids full time. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm loving the fact that our community, we have vegans who aren't parts of uh, kids with or families with kids, but they're still coming out and they're helping. And they actually uh, tend to do the best stuff, which I am incredibly grateful for. So make sure that everybody gets there early and they're committed to staying late because they can't get up and move their trunk while kids are moving around in that space. So that's really important to pick a, a, a space that can be safe and people who can be safe. So you want to, you probably also want to pick a space that's off a street and closed off. Okay, so space, people, and then some trimmings. So once you get five or six trunks, because I would say that's a good minimum, 
get some, if you can, only if you can, the kids will be grateful for the five or six trunks. But if you can get somebody to play music, like to have a soundtrack of spooky songs, and if you can get people to maybe have a game, like um, we call it cornhole here, which sounds funny, but you know, the little board where you have the boards out and the bean bags and you toss them into the hole. Um, so, you know, any games that kids like, like giant Jenga or just regular Jenga or a station to make art, like maybe you could have them make little masks. I have a friend here in Columbus who is the Ohio director of the Humane Society for the United States. And she comes every year and she does something awesome. And she gives out Humane Society things that the kids love, like a little flashlight thingy that says Humane Society on it and bookmarks and magnets and rulers. So the kids love stuff that's not even candy, but reach out to your community. So who will decorate a trunk? Who will run a game? And these can all be different people or maybe even the same people if you're short on people. One year we had someone bring um, apple cider and set up like a, a table, you know, with a, with a tent off to the side. So it doesn't have to be all trunk. If there's also some green space or some extra space, you can set up some games. You can, you know, put the sprinkles on top of the event. Let me tell you about more sprinkles. You can have a prize for the best trunk. You can have best costume prize for the best costume. But we kind of found out that the best costume prize didn't work because we wanted to award all the kids and we ended up doing something different so that not just one kid got rewarded. But since the adults do trunks, it's totally appropriate to have like best game tent or best uh, trunk, right? Do as many of the sprinkles on top activities as you can, but know that the kids are going to be grateful for whatever it is you do. And maybe someday you can partner with a pop-up market and have this whole surrounding festival atmosphere like we do here. And I'm just so incredibly grateful for it. Like I say that I'm organizing a trunk retreat, but like I kind of started the idea and there are some wonderful people who make it super special for the kids every year. Let's talk candy. Every year, there are lists put out by the different vegan organizations about which candies are vegan. And this is a tough one for parents to think through because some of these candies that are vegan are vegan because they're not really food at all. They're just colored sugar. So are you okay with that even on Halloween? So that's your call. When it's Halloween, we just kind of go bonkers with it. Um, not forever. We don't keep all of it, but that day or the following days, we, if it's vegan, we pretty much let them eat it, okay? We avoid things uh, generally with palm oil. That's just who we are. But like that, that trunk or treat experience, they can eat pretty much whatever they want. And we don't do that super often, but we think this is an appropriate special occasion. But you go with your own rules. But let's talk candy. I posted the lists of vegan candy. So check it out on the social media and on, yeah, just on the Facebook page and Instagram. Check out the lists, which candies are vegan. But here's what I'm doing this year. I'm doing, I'm collecting through Venmo and PayPal money. Uh, people are donating so that each kid can get like a, a gourmet candy, not, not gourmet, but like a big deal candy. So peanut butter cups, right? Like those are a big deal candy because a lot of people are going to get the Smarties and the Skittles and your cheaper more, you know, easily accessible vegan candies. And those are fantastic. I, we love those. We want those. But we want each kid, too, to have something big like 
um, a Gomax candy bar, you know, vegan candy bar or something that really is special for them. So I could spring for it myself, but that's not really my situation these days with the whole like, I'm now like I'm home and homeschooling and it's just totally different. So people in the community are doing this wonderful thing for me and donating. And then I go out and I find the best deals on Justin's peanut butter cups or um, sun butter cups or Dandy's marshmallow mini bags. Lots of stuff you can do uh, that makes it super special for the kids. But you don't have to spring for the big candies for everybody. You can still have a wonderful time just picking off the list Okay, and and going for it. Hopefully there will be people in your community who will contribute some music if possible, maybe some cider if possible. Could you even do a veggie dog roast? Wouldn't that be nice? Or a little s'more station with like the little burners. Each year we've had something a little different, but I'm get it started and your second year and your third year, it'll just build on itself every time. Don't forget to advertise your events because you never know who's going to want to join. Put some gluten-free candy in there. I bet those kids who are gluten-free would be super happy to know that there's a gluten-free event or, you know, gluten-free candy for them. And maybe instead of getting the peanut butter cups, you get sun, sun butter cups for, for kids who have nut allergies. You know, they're in a space that would be safe for them. Another thing that I think is super wise, stickers, glow sticks pencils, all that. The glow sticks are kind of cheap crap that you throw away. I feel a little bit bad about, but they love it. So it's something you can do that, um, that they, they'll adore and, and, and think is fantastic. You can, so, you know, coloring pages, coloring books, if you have stuff like that, great. Like you can give that stuff out with candy and make the event a well-rounded thing. Bring the dogs, dress them up. You know, if, it, if your dog is kid-friendly, kids love petting the dog, playing games, eating candy. Last thing I want to talk about is if you do a trunk or treat, would you please send me pictures or post pictures on my social media? I would be so grateful to see what other people are doing. And not because, it, maybe you heard about the idea before. Um, if you've been doing one and you've got tips for me, I would love to see the pictures. I would love to hear the tips because so many good ideas are out there. Please send any of your good pictures of last year's trunk or treat or, or Halloween event um, and send this year's too. I would just love, love to see what you do to help improve what we do in our community and to help you share what you're doing so that maybe people can find you for the next one. Let's transition into talking about regular old trick or treat night because our trunk or treat is not on trick or treat night. You could do that, but you might get fewer people. That would be a cool thing though, to have the trick or treat night be the vegan event. Like I want to do that, but I haven't gotten super good feedback about that. Like people have their own plans. So I'm talking about if you send your kids out for regular trick or treat night, how do you do it? What we do is we take all the candy. And the kids say, thank you. You know, they say, trick or treat, thank you. And they take everything. They don't like reject something once they get up to the door and realize it's not vegan because honestly, most of the things are. So the, so far, they've wanted to keep trick or treating, sort through the candy later. And they're actually pretty good sports about it. There are a couple ways you can handle this as parents. You can 
substitute the non-vegan candy with something you've bought that's really awesome. So they get a Justin's peanut butter cup instead of a Reese's one. This is if you're super on top of things and you have the money and you have the time to order it all. You could have um, you could have chocolates that are vegan, like little mini chocolates, and you can replace the Tootsie Rolls with those. You could replace the chocolate candies that they're getting. You could um, order up the vegan chocolate bars uh, from the GoMax company and, and some other companies, and you could switch that stuff out, and your kids uh, would probably be super happy with that. Or maybe just do a few key substitutions and don't break the bank, right? Another thing that I found one year in my community and then it disappeared the next was a candy trade. So my kids took in their non-vegan candy and they donated it to, I think it was troops. They sent the Halloween candy to the troops and then they gave my kids something back. They gave them stickers and trail mix and other stuff that they really liked. So that was cool, but that only lasted a year. So we um, donated our non-vegan candy uh, to wherever we could. But the most creative idea I've had is when I got to, there's a group of vegans here and we have a white elephant gift exchange. And I went out and I bought nice vegan candies. But you know, white elephant is supposed to kind of be a little quirky of a gift. So at the very bottom of the bag, I had all the non-vegan candy because I still had it. And I said, hey, look at all this vegan candy. And they picked it out, picked it out. And they were getting the awesome things Um you know, all the like cool substitutes and all the nice chocolate bars that are vegan. And then they're like, what's this? And it was a bag of all the non-vegan candy. So you can just dump it on somebody and make them figure it out. <laughs> um, probably not the nicest thing to do, but it worked for us for one year. What do you do? What have you done at Trick or Treat? How do you handle it? Please tell me. I would love to know because I can improve what I'm doing and you can share it with everybody who listens. And then we get something going that's uh, a wide network of cool ideas and hopefully some cool pictures. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you like what you're hearing, stop by my Patreon page and drop a tip in the tip jar. We're living family life. Power of being.